what can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. It's quarantini time. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Alexa. I'm Taylor. Welcome to today's episode. We have a lot of fun stuff in store. Yeah, so much fun stuff. But if you could all be the kindest, most amazing people on the planet that we know you are and subscribe to our um, what? Subscribe to our podcast, I guess you would just call it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Whatever platform you're listening on, because I'm proud to say that we're on like five different podcast platforms, you know, whether it's Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, we're on a lot. So whichever one you're listening on right now, if you could just hit that subscribe button so that you're notified when we have a new episode, that would make us very happy. Yes, very happy. <laughs> so it's the little things in life i know seriously it's the only thing getting me through quarantine so subscribe please please well said well said not begging but please no not at all <laughs> uh, how are you taylor you know hanging in hanging in yeah yeah i miss you i know i miss you too i haven't seen you since my birthday it's almost been know, a month it's almost a month that's, that's ridiculous not good for us it's unhealthy no. It's unhealthy. And even though I talk to you 24-7, it's just not the same. I know. Sometimes we don't even have anything to talk about, but we just talk. But it's just not the same. It's not the same. I know. But. Maybe soon. Well, we're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe soon. We'll get there eventually one step at a time. Yeah. Um, what have you been doing? Um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Actually, though. I went hiking this past weekend, mm-hmm. and I haven't told you. I know you knew that, but I haven't told you what exactly happened to my sisters and I. So my sisters and I and our significant others, well, except for my little sister, <laughs> who is just a best friend. But right. he had this, like, cabin that was just chilling in the Adirondack. So the six of us just decided to go there for a few days and quarantine there. We literally didn't see another person, like, hardly. Um decided to go hiking and just hang out in the cabin and chill and on Saturday we decided well my little sister and a friend found this mountain called Gothic's Peak or something and they were like we're gonna do this hike they sent us just like pictures of what the top looked like and it looked beautiful so obviously all of us were like all right that's great yeah sounds good but a lesson that we have learned is that from now on we should never just take what my sister says and just go with it. Like you always got to do did not do. So we started the hike at like 12 and um, I'm the only one that has hiking boots as Taylor knows, because we went to Iceland two years ago mm-hmm. and we needed them. Right. <laughs> Definitely. But everyone else was just kind of wearing sneakers and just like workout clothes. Um, I was really the only one appropriately dressed, but sometimes when you're on a hike, it doesn't really matter because it's just like, right. You wear what you have. Right. 
So we're hiking for about an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, maybe an hour and a half. And that's when my little sister starts to say, like, damn it, I should wear socks. And we all look at her, we're like, who doesn't wear wear socks? socks? And she's like, right? And she goes, no, these sneakers are breathable. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, you sound like a dumbass. You sound like a dumbass. So then that's when the struggle starts, right? Oh, my God. I was like, well, we just started. So buckle up, bitch. So we keep hiking. Once we get to two and a half hours, we reach this like really pretty waterfall and it's just gorgeous. Take a lot of pictures there and we hang out there for a little bit and we're starting to get a little hot. Like it was sixties maybe, but like after, you know, like climbing and hiking a little bit, like you're heating up. So then we just like keep going. So after the waterfall is when things turn from like zero to 60 real quick. And it's like, you're climbing, like, like you're climbing like the rocks and there's like a ladder and it's just like tough terrain where you're always having to lift your leg. So we do that for like another 45 minutes. And then we reach this sign. It's like, you are now entering the summit. We're like, what? We weren't oh entering the summit prior. Like it's been like three hours at this point. So we then, all right, let's go. So we keep walking up this mountain and we start reaching snow and we're like, Oh my God. Oh cute. Like snow. Like my boyfriend's kind of picking it up. He's all excited. You know, he's from Tennessee. So he still gets excited about snow Mm. and he's like picking it up and throwing it. And we just keep walking and walking. And then all of a sudden it's a lot of snow to the point where we keep going. And it's super, super uphill to where we can't even walk up and we keep slipping and falling down. Like almost like you're sledding or skiing. So then we all eventually, like, my boyfriend, who's, like, very outdoorsy, finds everyone, like, walking sticks. And you literally needed it to, like, put into the snow and lift you up to walk. Put into the snow, lift you up. Because it's that steep, like, uphill. So we're doing that for a while. So (laughs) my older sister, her fiancé, he's the one that first says, like, I don't think we should be doing this anymore. I think we should turn back you kidding me? We've been hiking for like five hours. Like we have to be there soon. And so we keep going and we keep going. I can't, I'm not just going to like fast forward this, but like I'm picturing this in my head as I'm saying it. And it was insane. Like the amount of times we like slipped, everyone like fell on their faces, like bruises all over, all over us because we weren't wearing the proper equipment. Like you really should have had those ski things yeah. with like the, the grapples that are supposed to be on your feet so that you can like really walk in the ice and snow. So we get to a point where like, we can't even make it a step. Like we're sliding down then so far and we have to restart. So my boyfriend, Matt decides to like, he just decides to like exert energy and like run up as much as he could to see if like we're almost there. If he can see clearing and like the trees where it's like, we're at the top of the peak. So he gets maybe like a hundred feet from us, but like we can hear him yelling saying like, I just still see trees. And we're like, what the heck? But then we hear people we're like, Oh my God. So he, we hear him talking to people. So then he comes back down he's like, they said it's like another three miles until we reach the top. Oh my God. And we're like, What? So that's when we collectively, like, I look at Nicolette and, like, her feet are bleeding. Like, the back of her feet, (laughs) like, the blisters are so bad that it's just, like, bloody and it's, like, making me nauseous to look at. So I'm, like, okay, we're turning around. Like, at this point, I think it was – we were six hours in and I think it was – it was going to get dark in, like, two hours. So I was, like, we – this – we can't. Like, I'm not getting stuck here. And it's cold, I guess, once you get up there. Like, I was freezing and I wasn't really wearing a jacket or anything. So then we start descending 
And descending, which you would think would be the easier part, was so dangerous. I'm shocked none of us broke our necks. My little sister fell so much because her feet were frozen because she wasn't wearing socks and said such bad blisters. (laughs) All of her tips like cracked off because she would fall on her hand and have her hands catch the fall. Oh my God. And to the point where her hands were like bleeding, like bloody stuffs. Oh my God. She took such, she took such an L on this hike. So it took us like maybe like two and a half, three hours to get down. So like almost a nine hour hike in general. And like, the way down, like, I was, like, so freezing, so cold. And we were all annoyed because, like, we spent all that time. We didn't reach to the top. But, like, we just weren't prepared. Like, we didn't know. Like, we had no idea. Like, that's what it was. So then we finally make it down. We all, like, kiss the ground when we make it down to, like, flat ground. And then we had another, like, 45 minutes till we reached the car. And we all get in our cars and then, like, drive back to the cabin. There's, like, also there's no service unless you're in the cabin. So we also had no service on this entire hike. And... We finally get back to the cabin and then like all of us start Googling. And as we're Googling, it literally says it's a 12 hour hike. And we're just like so annoyed that like none of us fact checked her, you know, like this could have been avoided. That is such a Nicholas um, thing to do. Right? Like if you know my little sister, you're like, that makes so much sense. So much sense. But then that night, like this was on Saturday and like Friday night, we had like such a fun night. We made dinner. We played drinking games and card games and beer pong. And we were like two, like. And then on Saturday night, like, we cooked some dinner, and then, like, I couldn't even keep my eyes open. Like, all of us were, like, like two times slower than usual because we were just, like, dead. And then when we yeah. woke up on Sunday, like, our bodies were just, like, like, definitely a workout, but, like, so crazy. So that was my weekend. I'm just wondering, like, why when you got to the snow part, you guys didn't mm-hmm. turn around? That's an excellent question, Taylor. Thank and you. And I think we all thought that oh, there's snow, which means we're basically at the top. So Mm -hmm. we thought it was just going to be, like, another hour, and then we were going to be at the peak. Okay. Um, Because it's, like, it's end of April. Like, who would know that they would – when I'm telling you there was four feet of snow, like, when you stepped in, like, it went to, like, almost, like, your – it went to your calf. Like, that's how deep the snow was. So why didn't you turn around there? Because we thought we were almost done. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, like, thank God I had my hiking boots. But, like, the rest of everyone, like, only had sneakers. Like, they had, like, frostbite on their shoes. Oh, my God. What was Nicolette thinking? I'm not going to wear socks. She's an idiot. Yeah, because she wanted fashion over style. And all of us, because her feet looked so bad, I literally at a point was like, I'll give you my socks. Like, I'll... Like, you need them. And then she was, she just said, the deed is done. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, she now, to this day, she just walks around our house without wearing any shoes or socks. And we're like, she has Band-Aids on the cuts now. But we're just like, can you not? And she was like, I'm not ready. I can't put anything on them yet. And we're just like, okay. (laughs) Wow, good thing we're quarantined and she can't, she does not have to leave the house. Oh, my God, it's so gross, though. And then her nails, like, she then just decided, like, I helped her, like, rip off all of her tips and her nails are just, like, stubs, and the nails are all bloody. It's just, like, she's Ew. a mess. Oh, my God. She she's a mess. a manicure and pedicure. She needs the salons to be open now more than ever. <laughs> she needs it more than ever. There should be essential appointments for her. Oh, my God. The poor thing. Yep. So, that was, uh, that was my story. That was my weekend. Wow. Well... <laughs> I'm glad to hear you guys made it a lot. Thank you. That would just be tragic if we died that way. Yeah, especially because no one could say goodbye. You had no service. Exactly.
<laughs> um, but yeah, top that story. I dare you. I definitely cannot. The closest <laughs> attempt I have to like the fun weekend we had was um, my dad. My dad's a little bit of a hypochondriac, which is like mm-hmm. uh, any ailment. He's like, that's it. Like, like he had this like <laughs> ringing in his ears and he's like, that's it. I'm going deaf. Like I'm, this is one of the last days I'm going to be able to hear. I'm like, dad, no. <laughs> like, and then he's like, nope, call the doctor. Like, get me on the phone with the doctor. And my mom's like, okay, okay. So she like sets up a virtual ear appointment and I'm like number one how does that even work because it's not like the doctor can look in your ear or like test your ears or anything like that (laughs) right okay so we do so they do that and my mom is like I think he just needs his ears to be like candled and we had done this like once before when we were way younger and so we were like Mm -hmm. okay like let's do it again so basically you buy these like special like hollowed out candles and you just stick them in your ear and like you light it on fire and like the fire create some vortex thing that sucks all the wax out of your ears so we decided to do that for fun um the whole family how does that feel like how does that feel can you like feel it being sucked out you can hear it it sounds like crackling and so like i think what it does i think what it does is it like melts the wax in your ear and like sucks it up it's like it's really gross to like look into the um like you can see it if you unwrap the candle you can see like all your wax and shit and it's really fucking gross but yeah but um it was a great bonding experience for the fam nothing tragic happened there were a couple close calls with the fire um (laughs) but other your family though has bad luck with fire yeah we have really bad i mean i feel like most people have bad luck with fire but like we have but you guys especially yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah oh my so, god wait does he feel better though does he still have ringing it's like a, okay so then listen to this so my nana came over for dinner a few days after we did the candling and he you know mm-hmm. he's like well the ringing's a little bit less so like that's good and then like my nana comes over and she's talking and she wears like hearing aids now too or whatever and i guess she has some metal she has some metal like ear thing in her ear because she had to have surgery when she was like in her 60s because you know, she got this ring in her ear and her eardrum started to fail. And like she had, Ooh. and she said that to my father and we're all sitting there. We're like, Nana, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. And she's like, oh, and my dad no. just looked at us and was like, yeah, so I'm not crazy. And we're all like, okay, great. So now my dad's like new thing is he thinks he's going deaf and he's like panicking about it. And it's like genetic where it's like going to happen. Right. Right. Well, so, hopefully not. Yeah. I don't, I think he's fine, but I'm, I'm no doctor. <laughs> so right right <laughs> wow maybe one day you can do the candling on me I've all like I've always been curious about it but I just haven't done it but it seems like yeah, a two-person it's, job it's at least a two-person job definitely do not do that solo and definitely have a lot of water nearby I was gonna get a gotcha. fire extinguisher because we did almost burn the house town one time doing it but we were much more prepared wow. this time yeah thank god for that I know right <laughs> retweet <laughs> that's amazing Mm -hmm. um all right well i guess this is i've been dying to talk about this with you i know we have have our quarantine like my hands are sweating i'm so excited guys this is huge Gigi hadid is pregnant see now it has not been confirmed by her right 
No, like, she, okay, yeah, she hasn't posted on her social right. media or Zane um, from One Direction is her baby daddy. They have not posted. But, okay. I mean, I guess it came out on, like, TMZ and stuff. And, like, TMZ, like, they usually don't post just, like, BS news. Like, they'll, right. they basically need, like, reliable, credible sources. Otherwise, they mm-hmm. won't say it. Okay. Um. So, they, like, release it and then everyone else started releasing it. But I sent taylor this buzzfeed article today and like people are crazy about how they can read into like celeb posts and all these messages and how they can find like hidden stuff it's crazy but like it all makes sense i was reading so it much. and i was like oh my god like how did i not see that it makes yeah so it's crazy so Gigi hitty's birthday was last week like a few days ago right yes and she turned 25. And she, like, I remember seeing, like, she posted, like, pictures for, and it was, like, two balloons. It was, like, the two and the five. And she posted with Zane. And she posted with her sister, Bella. And, like, mm-hmm. cute little pictures. And, like, her sister posted stuff. I do remember when she posted it. And I was, like, oh, wow. Like, her and Zane haven't been in, like, picture in a while. Like, that's, yeah. like, so funny that she's just, like, posting this, like, casually. Yeah. I thought the same but- thing. Right? Because I knew they were back together because I think they were seen publicly out somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was, she just, like, so casually just, like, posted him. Well, apparently now since the news, some, like, crazy fans have seen that of the two and the five balloon, one string is pink and one string is blue. And then there's another picture where Gigi and um, Zane are hugging, holding the blue string. So they think it was her birthday party slash gender reveal. And that was, like, her hidden way of, like, announcing that she's pregnant. Yeah. Well, because apparently she's, like, 20 weeks along. Yeah. She's, like, five months pregnant. Which I'm like, you look amazing for being 20 weeks pregnant. You can't even tell. I mean, I guess she's you wearing can't baggier even clothes. But, like. Right. I, and I guess it was far away. Like, with angles, I guess. you can do anything. But, I yeah. Like, guess. I zoomed in that shit. And I was like, yeah. I don't see any type Nothing. of bump. <laughs> Nothing. I look that more pregnant crazy. when I eat a five-course meal than, like, you do. Same. When you are Same. pregnant. Right, so that makes us all feel good, Gigi. Mm-hmm. That's just... I'm looking forward to them announcing it themselves. Me too, and I wonder what that... That baby's going to be beautiful. Beautiful. It's beautiful. not fair. It's not fair. Oh, well. I agree. Well, now there's two celeb couples that need to announce, because, you know, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are apparently expecting, but <gasps> they haven't announced either. Yes, I remember hearing that as well. Yeah, <laughs> they have not announced. But whenever the paparazzi has caught them walking their dogs, Sophie's wearing heavy, baggy clothes. Like, really? heavy. Yeah. So then she so I feel like is. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if, like, there was news spreading about that, she would just walk out with the tube top and be like, I'm not pregnant, you idiots. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. Something to look forward to. Wow. What's 20 <laughs> weeks little from now? Yeah, really. It's the little things. Ugh. Speaking All of right. attractive people... Oh, great segue, Taylor. Thanks. Thank you. I just thought of it. Well, I'm assuming you're talking about Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. Did you finish? I finished. I have so many thoughts that were racing through my mind. Mm -hmm. I just... Number one, like my... I, I think my hopes were up maybe a little too high for it. After mm-hmm. Love is Blind, like, it was, 
I don't want to say it was a letdown, but it definitely was did not live up to the Love is Blind hype. I don't think. Yeah. I think the first four episodes were better than the last four. I just felt like the drama didn't really build. It yeah. kind of, like, festered and then, like, died out a little bit. Yeah. But um, still, like, a very interesting concept for a show. Mm-hmm. And I think that they did cast it well. Me too. Me too. Who did you think was the most attractive on the show? I think Francesca. But she's, like, fake. I think she's fake attractive. Yeah, she was so fake. Everything about her. Yeah. Like, looking (laughs) at her, though, like, when she first walked out, I remember saying, like, oh, wow, that girl's, like, really attractive. Yeah. But then, as you obviously, you know, like, her lips are fake, her boobs are fake, her butt is fake. Like, everything is fake. Nose job. Everything. But I'm just saying, like, if you're just looking at them, like, Mm -hmm. not counting about the work they've had done, like, I just think, like, she definitely just, like, has, like, the whole image. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, how about you? David. Oh, we're talking guys was... and girls. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was talking – everyone on the whole show, I thought David was the most attractive. Yeah. I think as, as it went on, though, his personality was cute. I thought he had, like, yeah. a weird type of, like, square jaw in the beginning, I thought. But then as it went on, I moved on from it. <laughs> and – um he was so so sweet. Yeah, he had. I think he had the be- of the guys the best personality for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you agree that all of them should have won the money at the end? Yes, because there. I feel like there was no way to like. Actually, no. I don't think they all should have won. I take that back. I think certain okay. ones of them should have won. Like I think Sharon really worked hard, and I think he should have won some money. Um. Mm-hmm. See, I was root. Sharon and Rhonda were my favorite couple. The whole, sh- the whole like they were real. They, they were real. They went through stuff. They were awesome. What bothered me was she got so mad at him for like not opening up in the beginning, and then towards the end, she's like, "Oh, by the way, I have a child." Oh my god, so hypocritical. I was like, "Where were you five episodes ago when this guy is like struggling to open up to you?" That's when you would kind of sit there and say okay, I can't blame him because I have my own skeletons in my closet. Like, I can't get yeah. mad at him for not wanting to open I up agree. to me. That so that bothered so me. Critical. I agree. That bothered me. And I do like her. She definitely was, out of anyone on the show, had, like, she just had, a, like, a good head on her shoulders mm-hmm. and, like, was mature and, like, everything. So out mm-hmm. of anyone, I feel. But, yeah, that was just so random when at yeah. the end she was, like, I miss my son. And yeah. he was like, your son? <laughs> yeah, and the way she said it to him, too. I was like, girl, you could have delivered that a touch bit better. Agreed. I thought a it touch. was a... Yeah, I thought it was a bit weird. But, yeah. I mean... Actually, I have a fun fact for you all. Um, I was reading some articles about it, and the executive producer of the show explained how she got the idea for the show. And I don't know if there's any Seinfeld fans out there, but um, I don't know if you remember, it's, like, a really famous Seinfeld episode where all of, like, the main leads, they compete to see who can last the longest without masturbating. And the whole joke is, is, like, one by one, they all, like, break. And then at the end, they end up all losing. And they can't – I think it was they were supposed to last, like, a week or something. And none of them even last, I think, like, three days or something. Oh, that's but so funny. it's such a funny episode. And it's just the way it is, like, you think Kramer – at the end is like gonna win and like he's fine and then he breaks in like the weirdest way um 
But that that executive producer, I guess, is a huge Seinfeld fan, and she always loved that episode, and she just always thought, like, there, there's a show idea there. Like, there's something there, and that's kind of how this show derived from, I guess, just people having to, like, withhold from, like, physically doing things. Interesting. Right? Yeah. yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Huh. I mean, they did say that the first season was very experimental, that they didn't even decide – the amount of money they were going to like take away for the penalties or like the type of rules they broke. They literally kept creating it as the show went on. They, it was just like a very experimental season. So if it gets renewed, I feel like it'll be a lot more structured and organized. Okay. Interesting. Right. I so badly wanted David and Nicole to get together. Oh, I know. That would have been, like, my couple. Like, because I, I, that Lydia girl was pretty, but, like, I don't know. I just loved Nicole. I thought she was so nice. Me too. Okay, well, I have some bad news for you. What? I hate bad so, news. So, <laughs> I did a deep dive, and I know the couples that are still together. And you know one of them, right? Yeah, Harry and Francesca. Yeah, so they're still together. I think he moved to, like, L.A., and she's in Vancouver. So, like, mm-hmm. they're, like, closer now. So, um apparently Bryce and Nicole are dating. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Yeah. I so, oh, okay. I guess Bryce grew on me, so I'll accept it. Right. He got a little better, a little he better. He was the first like few episodes. I was like, is Vomit. this kid for real? Yeah. Like, he's the one that lives on his yacht and he's like, yeah. I have a girl every night in my boat. And I'm like, ew, who would yeah. do that? Oh, <laughs> Oh, that bums me out a little. I mean, I, I know. Guess, like, whatever. Yeah. So uh, that one I read where it's like apparently she's been to L.A. a bunch of times and it's long distance and they haven't seen each other for, since the quarantine. So it's been tough. But mm. and then the other couple that are still together is Rhonda and Sharon. But, they are? Yes. So they're together, but apparently it's very, very complicated and it's been like a really rough road. And they've had a bunch of breaks and it's just like not, they both love and care about each other so deeply, but they're just, it's not, it's not been an easy road for them. That's like an article I read where they just said like, they are still technically together, but it's just like very, very rocky. Okay. See, that makes sense because I was looking at Sharon's Instagram the other day and there was no pictures Mm -hmm. of the two of them. So I assume they broke up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I thought the same. I think maybe they were trying to like, not release that info maybe waiting a bit but i mm-hmm. yeah i read that article um recently and so i, I mean i hope they make it through i really can too for them i really me feel too. like they did have a connection i was team sharonda me too i like that <laughs> nickname <sighs> okay i have a like would you rather game thing for you oh love it okay shoot me um okay so out of all of the character or out of Chloe and Haley on the show. Who would you mm-hmm. choose if you had to have someone take the SATs for you? <laughs> um, I have to choose from them. Yeah, just those two. Haley or Chloe. All right. I'm going to choose. I'm fucked for either. Yes, 100%, you are. But I would choose Chloe because she has heart. And I really mm. feel like if I sat her down and I was like, this matters to me. And I like really explained why I need a good score. I think she would genuinely try her best. 
while Haley doesn't give two shits. I can honestly agree with that. Oh, fun fact for I I rewind real quick. I would pick Chloe as well in case you were going to ask me. Yeah. Um, same reasons. But fun fact right. for you. So my sister was watching, and I guess Haley is in her sorority. Oh my god! And as my sister was watching it, like every dumb thing Haley said, my sister was like, "This just gives us such a bad name, <laughs> such a bad rap." It really does, and that's so oh. funny because she was so vocal about the sorority. That's so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think my if I can fr- remember a quote. Oh, that's so funny. I know. My I'm friend to went to her first. went to her college. So whenever she was saying, like, gators, he was like, can she not? Like, I don't want this affiliated with my school. <laughs> they just – and at least Chloe kind of accepted it. Like, she was like, she did. I'm a little bit of – um, what did she call herself? She was, like, ditzy or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, a little bit ditzy. Yeah, but, like, ditzy. Haley – Loved her accent. <laughs> Haley didn't care. She literally yeah. didn't care. She was You know, she just says, like – Yeah, she just says daddy's money. She didn't care about the money. Yeah. I don't think she really cared about love because I think she was just in love with Francesca. Me too! <laughs> Me right? too. She was too excited to, like, kiss her and, like, break oh that God, rule. Way too excited. Yeah. And she wasn't remotely – you never once heard her say that she thought any of the guys were cute. She didn't even exactly. try. Exactly. So I'm glad that they sent her home and she didn't Me get too. the money. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. Like, yeah, like, I wouldn't say, like, it goes down as, like, Love is Blind is definitely better because it's just crazier. But it was, like, I enjoyed it. It was, like, eight quick episodes, and I was just I like, know. this is so stupid. We need to – Temptation Island needs to come back because that show's just – Oh, one more quick fun fact for you. Okay. All right. So, Chloe and Nicole actually live together now. <gasps> no way. Isn't that cute? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think Nicole moved from Ireland, and they live in London together. So, I loved hearing that. Oh, those were my two favorites. I know, same. They should, like, have their own little, like, show or something. Yeah, like a spinoff. I would totally watch that. (gasps) They should make a podcast, and we should bring them on our podcast. Oh, my gosh. I will reach out. (laughs) Great. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Love them. Mm -hmm. Speaking of international couples, though, we have to go on to our daily 90-day fiancé talk. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about Ash's cringeworthy seminar first? Oh, my God. That was so cringeworthy. I literally was just, like, chugging my wine as I was watching it. I was like, I cannot sit through this sober. I don't know how those girls did it. I know. I had, like, secondhand embarrassment. Me too. Ash is um, from Australia, and he's, like, a relationship um, counselor, I guess, if you need, like, a refresher. So he, like, did this seminar for single women embarrassing thing i've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. he, he like, literally he literally copied like some famous comedian type of thing that this guy was going off and was someone posted it and it literally was like ashes seminar and then like back to this guy's seminar oh my and he, god it, it was like word for word the nothing box and like the fishing and stuff like that and then um Literally, like, you, when you see him, like, fumbling with his phone, like, I bet you he's looking up that seminar and trying to, like, figure out his thoughts again. Like, he just, ugh. Oh, my God. That's so, like, no wonder he was figuring out his thoughts because it's not his thoughts. He has no idea what he's saying. Yeah. And it was so funny, like, listening to the, all the girls that were like, no, like, you're wrong. Like, that's, 
that's so like i mean they basically were calling him like sexist while he was yeah doing it he it was, was so though. funny like yeah what we what they're here to find out i guess like they were just trying to like find out how to like date more and stuff like how to like find a right guy and like not miss any of like the bad signs and he's just like telling them basically that like men think a certain way and women are more emotional and you just need to like get cut men the slack or something it made no yeah. sense yeah and then when he was like you know our grandparents would like go out and like get the bacon and like our grandmas would just like like your grandmothers would just sit home and like cook and clean and do the laundry and the housekeeping and they were very happy what and, was like, that yeah all of the like women that were there were like are you kidding me like we all work we all have jobs like who the hell are yeah, you what to, are like, you say talking this? about i loved oh. one of the girls she was like i think he's a little bit out of his depth and I was oh like, my god i know yeah he is out of his depth for sure yeah he had no idea what he was talking about that's so could you imagine like watching that ceremony like a uh, seminar and not attending it but still be like paying him I would be like, I need all of my money back because you have uh, yeah. no idea what you're talking about. I would immediately, definitely just back out of that whole situation and be like, okay, so now I know why I've been single for three years. It's because of my relationship <laughs> coach. <laughs> like, oh, there we go. God, what an very, idiot. Very curious to see what happens with those two. Me too. I don't have faith. She should Me run. Either. Not she walk, should run. run. She should. Uh, he's so sketchy. Whatever. I know. Oh, speaking of sketchy, though, how about mm. Jeffrey and <gasps> Aria? I know. I did some digging, though. I found some more info about him online. And so you know how he went to jail for two years because he was, like, a drug dealer? Yes. So that's not even the worst of his past. Oh, God. Apparently, so he's been married before. And his okay. ex-wife has a restraining order on him and also took him to court because I guess he was verbally and physically abusive. And then there's even a worse case where an ex-girlfriend took him to court because, like, he, like, beat her up so badly she had to go to the hospital. Like, he, like, smashed her head against the wall and gave her a black eye and pulled her hair out. And she took him to court. And I guess it didn't really – obviously, it didn't fully turn into something, but – there's, like, he's, like, a bad, bad guy. Oh, my God. Something wasn't right about him from the start, though. I don't yeah. know if it was his eyes or something. <laughs> I just, I literally was, like, I don't, this this guy doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, no, there definitely was something just And Off. I guess there's a petition going around online where they don't even want, I guess, his storyline shown on the show because they're just, like, he's a terrible guy and oh they he shouldn't, yeah, he shouldn't be getting this fame. Like, what a Varya psycho. should run. Varya should run. I know. Like, this is, you know, she obviously does have a subconscious that's just not right about it. And her poor mom is crying, saying, please yeah. don't go with this man. So I really hope, I don't know, I really hope they're not together or she didn't, yeah. like, because once she moves into the U.S., I feel like. She's here alone. She's got no yeah. one. That also honestly makes sense, though, as to why he's not staying with anyone in like america because remember in like the first few episodes with him like one of his friends admitted that she had feelings for him and like wanted to be with him and he was like no i want to be with this girl and when you think about it it's kind of like well it makes sense you want to be with someone who's not from your area one they don't know anything about your past two when you bring them over here they are trapped like yeah they are basically oh, so true. stuck with you you know that's so scary she she'll have like until she gets her green card and stuff, she'll have really, like, no rights to do anything, you know? Yeah, she's really, like, he's, 
it's unfortunately smart for him to find someone who like legally needs to be bound with them in like in terms of like actually being in the country like that's yeah that's some scary stuff yeah i mean i guess you could always just go back to russia but i feel like i feel like once you flee russia you're not really gonna go back to russia yeah and you see her i mean she's this is not even the first american she's talked to i think it's always been a pipe dream of hers to go to america absolutely absolutely rooting for her me too good luck i know well that's depressing but moving on to something else that's depressing (laughs) i know we have like two depressings after the other yeah i mean i guess it was i guess it was happy but sad are you talking about proposal proposal? oh my god you cried i I cried. I it was one of the most magical TV moments that I have ever seen. I needed it. I am so happy it happened while I was quarantining because it literally gave me life. Oh my gosh. For those of you who don't know, this is Stasi from Vanderpump Rules, the show on Bravo. She got engaged to her beau beau. See what I did there? <laughs> Love that. Thanks. <laughs> Walk me through though. The, they got engaged in a cemetery, right? Yeah. Okay. So she loves like death and like murder and um horror movies and like all that kind of stuff she's very into it graveyards Mm. stuff like that she's from new orleans and i always kind of wonder if it has something to do with down there i guess it could yeah i feel like new orleans is very haunted yeah i don't know but so he took her there under the like he told her that they were going to go mausoleum shopping i guess (laughs) so they could be buried together even though they we're not even engaged or anything. Hysterical. And I know. And that's when he like pops a question. And it was so cute. They both were crying. Oh, it just made me melt. Oh, that is so cute. I know. It was sad though because I was supposed to see her live. That's right. Pre quarantine. I know. I would have gotten to see the ring up close. Bo would have been there, so I would have gotten to meet him. And it just would have been like it would have been cool to have, like, seen her ring, like, talk to and seen and talk to Bo for, like, a hot second and then, like, seen that happen on TV and be like, oh, my God, like, this is so cool. I know. Well, you know? you'll meet her. You will. You'll get there. Yeah, I will. I know. Someday. Oh, my God. Also, though, we have a Twitter hater, guys. Yeah, I was so angry. That was the rudest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, that's dramatic, but it was really rude. So I tweeted, Stassi and Bo are, like, goals and like if they're looking to adopt a fully functioning adult i'm available which is true as a joke but also but also true but yeah obviously a joke like come on guys yeah yeah but so this random woman commented on it and was like obviously you've never seen like a real beautiful relationship because theirs is not i was just like it was so aggressive it was so aggressive it was so aggressive for no reason i'm sorry like who are you to troll our account? Really? I mean, really? I mean, yeah, like, I guess I'm a little honored because, like, we really don't have, like, a following whatsoever yet. So I'm like, yeah. oh, like, thank you for giving us some sort of scandal. Um, right. Something to talk <laughs> right. about. Right. But that was just, <laughs> this is what, like, people on people online are crazy sometimes. Like, the trolls are actually, like, this is what people do. They just sit on the internet and they just spew hate. Like, now what the celebrities feel like. <laughs> I know. That was crazy. Well, maybe she'll, like, I, like, you should, like, tweet about Stassi and Bo, like, next week and see if she says something again. I definitely will. Why not? Just for fun. I know. 
And because I want them to just like see our Twitter. That as well, too. Right. That's the ultimate goal. Get a like. Uh, well, love her. Love him. Me too. So excited Me for too. the wedding. If it happens because it's in Rome. Right. Well, it'll eventually happen. Right. Maybe not this year, yeah. but eventually. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess this is the time where we can ask each other a question. So we've been wanting to do this each episode just so you guys can get to know a little bit more about both of us. Um, but we always like to think of some fun questions just to keep it a little interesting. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for your question? Heck yeah. I've been preparing all day. Okay. What is your death row meal? Okay, is it like appetizer, entree, dessert, drink type of thing, or you know what? Sure, <laughs> I'm okay. sure realistically, no, but for ours, right. absolutely, go crazy. Okay, uh, I shall. Um, appetizer, I would definitely do like prosciutto and mozzarella. Mm, nice with some bruschetta on the side. Love that, and then like bread and olive oil as well. Oh yeah. And then main meal would be homemade pizza, mm. plain. She makes the best homemade pizza, you guys, by the way. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. And then I would probably do, like, a bottle of wine with the appetizer. Chianti, obviously. obviously. And then a bottle of Chianti. No. Reverse that. I would do an Aperol spritz with the yes. appetizer. And then a bottle of Chianti with the dinner. And then dessert would be chocolate molten lava cake with chocolate ice cream on top. Oof. That is a good-ass meal, girl. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, after I eat that, I'd be like, I'm ready to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. What would yours be? All right. I guess I'll go all out as well. But, um, okay, my appetizer drink would be a dirty martini for sure. Tito's. Ooh, love that. Thank you. Um. And then my appetizer would be the same as you, like prosciutto and mozzarella. But then my dinner would have to be, like, a full hibachi meal. And, like, I need the person – I need the man to come in and cook it in front of me because that's – it's part of the experience. Right. And throw the zucchini and stuff. All of it. Make the snowman Mm -hmm. out of the fried rice. I need the onion. Volcano. Mm -hmm. I need it all. So that – I feel that. That would be my whole thing. Um. I don't really know about dessert. I feel like I'm so – it depends what I'm in the mood for. But, like, as of right now, I guess I'd say gelato. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Flown in from Italy, well, Yes, yes. Oh, and also a uh, bottle of Chianti with dinner. Okay. Good. Excellent. Oh, my God. I'm starving yeah, We have now. really good meals. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> we do have good meals. Like, we, I feel like we have been prepared for that question. So, like, just in case – right we it's always good to like know you know yeah there is nothing wrong with some preparation just life in general right Right. I mean I don't plan on ending up on death row anytime soon but I guess no one ever really does right I can also agree I mean I guess if I never know when I would get framed for something Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but I have my meal nonetheless right (laughs) prepared (laughs) all right my question for you is if you had unlimited money to start your own business, what would it be? Ooh. Okay. I guess I guess this counts as a business, but I've like always had this dream where I want to like own like a farm with like a ton of acres. 
And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really know where I would want that to be. But if I did have that, I think I would maybe want to like start um, a fostering company or like a animal shelter in a sense where I can like people can like come and like adopt or foster animals. But I would want to get like all kinds of animals, like obviously dogs and cats, but then like horses and goats and Aww. you know, like all like a bunch of crazy stuff and kind of be like a sanctuary. I love that. Because I would just, thank you. I just feel like I can picture just like me growing old and just like having so many animals surrounded by me, but obviously I would need a lot of space to do so. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Thanks. What would yours be? Well, mine's like a lot more selfish than yours. Oh, I'll admit it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess like my realistic job or like, I guess it would be, uh, realtor slash like house slipper and I would just like oh my god a hundred percent yeah but if I could truly do anything that I wanted and had like unlimited funds for it I would buy like a smallish island off the coast of Tuscany love it already and I would make it a vineyard and like a little boutique hotel I would put up there too so like you would come to the um, island and like make your own wine and like you're on a vineyard are you kidding me this is like where do I sign up like where can I <laughs> what do I I need to do this <laughs> right I mean that's like the dream goal you know unrealistic thing but I just feel like that'd be so cool that'd be so cool but I mean right? hey if we're talking like if you for some reason got some unlimited funds right I mean right. that sounds sketchy but if you got it <laughs> What better way to invest in, like, you know, some, like, offshore thing? Right. I, like, don't really know how to um, grow grapes either. So, like, for sure. Problem. Oh, my God. You can ask your boyfriend. Isn't he a farmer? Oh, my God. Perfect. Perfect. That's convenient. <laughs> Get him to invest. <laughs> John, I hope you're listening because this <laughs> does involve you now. <laughs> this does involve you in our future. <laughs> oh, God. We don't oh care. Oh, no. You're right. Um... <laughs> I love that, though. I like ours. Yeah, I think ours are really good. So if anyone wants to send us some money, my Venmo is... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Kidding, but not. Kidding, but not. But seriously, subscribe to our um, podcast, please. Please and thank you. It would mean so much to us. And like I said before, we're on, like, multiple platforms now, so... Mm -hmm. If you listen on Apple, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on TuneIn, we're on them all. So just hit that subscribe button um, and follow us on Twitter, which is at Quarantini Time. We're really funny on there, I promise. <laughs> Swear. And we get into Twitter fights. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like, not to brag, but we're famous. Yeah, not to brag. <laughs> but, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you guys have an awesome um, healthy and fun week. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we will be back to you week. soon. Yeah. yeah. We promise. We have we nothing promise. else to do. We are stable. <laughs> <laughs> this has been It's Quarantini Time. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.